0: Back empowers you to get it together with a single digital wallet. Use Back to aggregate, convert, send, and spend digital assets like crypto, loyalty, and rewards points and gift cards. Go to back.bakkt.com and start treating your digital assets just like cash. You need to check this out right now. A revolutionary tech startup has created a way for you to convert your Bitcoin and Ethereum into shares of real, tangible art. Think paintings by Banksy, Picasso, and more. You know, like an NFT, but in real life. It's such a game changer that they just became New York's latest billion-dollar unicorn. Just go to masterworks.io scoop and see important disclosures at masterworks.io disclaimer. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the scoop. I'm your host Frank Chaparro, director of news at the Block. And before I get into the guests that are joining us on the other side of the mic, I'm just gonna take a second to wax poetic. I think it's fairly interesting how much the show has changed over the course of the last two years. I, I think about our first guest was the CEO of DTCC, the pipes and plumbing of Wall Street. We've had hedge funders, lawyers policy, lobbyists, and the like on. But if you've been listening, if you've been following us along this journey, you've, you'd probably notice that the makeup of guests have changed quite a bit as the metaverse and NFT landscape continue to grow at a breakneck clip. I never would have thought back when we started The Scoop that the lion's share of guests would be either artists like People Pleaser or DJs like Lau. And today we have from the NFT world joining us, Lynn Dye, CEO of One Of and multi-platinum and Grammy-nominated DJ, Alesso. And the fact that we have folks like you on the show just speak to the degree to which the NFT market has exploded with interest. Thank you both for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, so it's pretty interesting. Obviously, there's a lot happening in the space. I've been falling down the rabbit hole these past two weeks. I've created avatars across almost every metaverse. I was kind of a skeptic at first. Now here I am thinking about how I can scoop up land. I'm hanging out in the temple of Doge. I'm talking to different VCs who are investing in these new on-ramps to help artists do their own NFT drops. I know that's something that one of is working on, but maybe walk us through exactly what the platform does. And Alesso, you can tell us exactly how it's change the game for you as an artist in terms of opening you up to a broader range of fans.
1: Yeah, thank you. So uh, one of is is a little bit different than other NFT platforms out there. Uh, we're kind of designed with the ethos of making NFTs accessible for every fan, um, not just the crypto whales, right? So NFTs is, is still very hard and very scary for a lot of users. So, so what we did is really simplify the interface. So um, you don't have to have um, a lot of crypto knowledge to get into the experience. What's most exciting about NFTs is is now you can collect something from your favorite artist, whether it's Alesso or, or a favorite visual artist. So uh, we make that experience uh, simple for the fans. So you can just sign up with a phone number and an email and you can get into the experience and buy Alesso's NFT with a, quite a card in under two and a half minutes, right? So that's a, that's a true fan experience. So, so our goal is really kind of, target and bring the next 100 million non-crypto users into kind of the metaverse and into kind of these great blockchain provider experiences. And we're partnering up with great artists like Alesso to get the word out to the fan base.
0: Yeah. it's. It, I mean, it can be a pretty clunky experience. I was trying to buy land on Sandbox and you have to sort of go into OpenSea, you have to swap your ETH for Sand to then go and buy some of these parcels. And it's not exactly clear where the parcel is relative to the rest of the map so it's a learning experience for some people who are maybe not crypto native
1: for for most of the people right for 99 percent of people out in the world you know i like i was saying you know there are a lot of fans that enjoy great music and a lot of them are still kind of signing up um you know interested and curious about the nft world this is like you know somebody like like i'm a nerd so i i understand how to kind of figure out a crypto wallet but platforms up to this point is really nerds building platform for nerds. So what we really want to do is build a music fan platform so artists can actually reach their true fans and create something that, you know, their real fans can enjoy, not just kind of speculators.
0: I will say though, something that I've noticed in walking through some of these metaverse worlds, districts, cities, whatever you want to call them, you go into some of these different houses or parcels and. EDM is everywhere. It's somehow become the zeitgeist of music in the NFT world versus maybe some other genres. Alesso, why do you think that's the case? Why is this genre of music something that has become, a, become such a integral part of these virtual worlds?
2: I guess it's because I'm a nerd in a way when I'm making my music, you know, every day. I sit and download new plugins and new softwares coming up with new ways of designing sounds. And, you know, it's especially electronic music, so driven of the, the sounds, you know, it's the challenge is always to create new sounds that you never heard before. And that's what also inspires other electronic producers. So it's just a way that's, that's how I think it's kind of like connected, you know, we, we, we spend hours and hours trying to, be uh adventures with finding crazy sounds or whatever it is, and uh from my experience, you know when I've been seeing all these n f t s and just less like an endless world you know of things you can do, electronic music kind of makes sense when you look at what people are doing and and like I said, it's always you can create very futuristic sounds through electronic music that, like I said before you you haven't really heard. I think that's kind of how it's connected. And also electronic music, it could be anything, you know, it, it doesn't have to be a, a, a format of like, oh, it's for me. I like to do a lot of four to four songs, but it doesn't have to be. It could be, you know, a, a hip hop beat with a tons of electronic elements in it. And that's an electronic record then, or it could be a drum and bass combined with the other crazy stuff that you just come up with. So it's just a very broad music genre. Um, mm. so. I think that's kind of how it's linked and uh, yeah, and like I said, it kind of makes sense of what you're looking aligned to in terms of you know, art and what people like collabing with as well and all this stuff.
0: I totally see what you're saying. Like there are no set rules for the metaverse or NFTs for what is necessarily aesthetically pleasing to someone. You go into some of these different rooms and one's a doge temple, another one's a factory, You go into another district and you enter a decentralized version of maybe Wall Street, for instance. And in the same way, electronic dance music has that same eclectic, dynamic lack of rules in a -hmm. a way. How did you first get involved in this space and what was the opportunity you identified to do so? Oh, man, it was
2: over a year ago, a friend of mine started showing this to me and trying to explain it to me what it was. And you know, it was very, very simple when I looked at it. It was not as advanced as today, you know. And it took a long time for me to really kind of understand what it was and how powerful it was going to become. But um, obviously. Like with music, uh, with this, I saw the possibilities of combining art with music and that made me very interested and slowly started learning more and more of what, what the possibilities are. And uh, obviously wanted to get in there and trying to figure it out. And I just got super interested in now. I, you know, look at stuff almost every day to see what people do and where it's going. And like I said, it, I noticed. Not so long after that, it has a big connection to electronic music, and that is my biggest passion. So anything that has to do with electronic music, I'm interested in. So yeah, that's kind of how it started about.
0: What were the challenges in maybe getting involved initially? Well, it
2: was mainly finding someone that wanted to have the kind of same vision as me to do what kind of style of NFT or what kind of possibilities there are. I didn't want to just jump into it right away and start grabbing a. Some money out of it and then just exit. Like that's, that's not why I jumped into it. it. It took me a long time to kind of like figure it out with my team and who would want to do something that I want to do and have this collaboration that I've been working on now that it's finally launching on one of. So it took a minute and, uh, then through my agent, I met Rough Draft. You know, I'm already big fans of who been involved with Futurama, Star Wars, all this very big projects and uh, had meetings with them and then just slowly but surely became this great collab that we have today.
0: Lynn, Alesso is kind of describing this process that I imagine a lot of the artists you work with go through. They see the value there. They see that it's a way to engage with their audience in a new digitally native way. But there's a plethora of different things that you can do. There's there's no set boundaries on, on what NFTs are and what they can offer, and what real world assets they're tied to. So when someone like Alesso comes to you and says they want to get involved in the NFT market, I'm sure there's tons of different options. How do you how do you go through them all?
1: Yeah, you know our experience with artists. Each artist is very different, right? So it's I would say like it's actually you know what Alessio alluded to is great projects and great drops. They are there's years of work behind it, right? So you know I think I think we We are very careful in working with only the highest caliber of artists and highest caliber of projects. Everybody from Doja Cat to, to Quincy Jones, right? That's the bar. Um, so when Alesso came to us, it's really because of the thoughtfulness and the amount of work that's already being, being, being like, you know, envisioned in the project. You know, Alesso and Rough Drive have been working on this collection. When they came to us, it's like, there's a full vision of where things are going, right? And then we, you know, we we jump at the opportunity to to be the partner to really bring this to, to the audience and to the fans. You know, this is this is a technology, our platform technology is something I've been building for two and a half years. You know, 49 other companies pivoted their, their business model the last 60 days and became an NFT platform. We've been working on this with the major music. Labels with major artists for the last two and a half years. Our minting technology is two million times more energy efficient than the the current minting technology, and it costs pennies, not two hundred dollars, not eight hundred dollars to mint an NFT. Which means we can offer artists like alesso a great blank canvas to make to bring their vision to life without considering how much they have to charge. What's the minimum they have to charge their Their fans, right? Imagine if it costs you eight hundred dollars to make an NFT, then you have to price it for thousands of dollars, which which now makes it out of the reach for your true fans. That you know, maybe is somebody that attended your concert and really just just love your music and love your art. So you know, this is we're talking about like you know, a lesso spending a year like kind of working on the vision of this this collection and we spending two and a half years working on the technology that makes this possible so the combination right and the thoughtfulness so every artist is different and i would say alesso already did a lot of the you know most of the the heavy lifting for us for you know a lot of artists are coming into us and we're like we're curious we want to do it drop but we don't know what to do but like you know Alesso's team is completely different when we were heard about a project. It's you know fully envisioned um you know with great art and music um so we're just you know we're, we we'll do the easy part of bringing it to you know uh, to the fans
0: so maybe Alessa, you can walk us through that more difficult part that Lynn's describing. How did you come up with what this n f t drop looks like, and what does it look like? What will it entail?
2: Well, it just started off meeting Rough Draft and sitting for many hours going back and forth on ideas and, you know, what they like, what I like, what kind of sounds that I had in mind. I was playing beats and ideas that I had that I already kind of already had in mind, what I wanted to do that kind of sounded like me, but did it sound new? And like I said, new sounds that I haven't used before and then after a couple of hours you know sitting and discussing we started coming up with this uh cosmogenesis which is mm-hmm. uh, about space it's kind of like alternative universe and they love that i love that so that's kind of mm-hmm. how it just started We just looking through stuff that we like that we don't like i was looking at a lot with other djs in my scene you know we're doing because i did not want to do that i want to be as far away as what they were doing because i want to do something completely really different and i wanted it to look different so like i said many meetings and, and it was a long process for sure it was not something done over a couple of weeks and then while we started coming up with this idea i kept uh having calls with them and playing a, a you know more uh, advanced version of the Music that we uh, combine to uh the these uh chapters that we have slowly but surely we're reaching uh our goal and uh so much fun and uh like you said before you know there's so much there's like endless possibilities with with these uh things that we're working on so coming up with more ideas what every drop means and what it contains and what else it could be and and uh yeah all these kind of stuff.
0: What do you think is the connection between the cosmic Genesis drop? I'm looking at an image of a, a sphere, a celestial being. It's like a dark green, and it's got this like logo on it, and it's very interesting. How are they tied to the music in terms of, is there a connection between these images and the actual music that you create, and what is yeah. that connection?
2: Yeah, so I I don't know what it's called, but I read some online that some producers see colors when they make music. I don't know mm-hmm. what the term is called for that. And for me, that's been the case. And I, I, I thought it was a way for me to just kind of like categorize things in my head, mm-hmm. what, how I want things to sound. And so when I started doing this, this uh, producers kind of music, uh, I was talking, and I was like, I can see this kind of shape and colors coming in. And Rough Drafts are incredible what they're doing. So they, you know, they understood right away, and and we. Just like I said, we're talking, going back and forth. They send an update, and I, I sent them some other stuff back, and going back and forth a lot. And uh, so, yeah, it's it's a way of showing kind of what these sounds looks like. It's not just in your own head, head. in yeah, in
0: your in your mind. So you know, we think about NFTs as a way for artists to make a lot of money, which which they do many of the times from these things and engage with a wider range of audiences. But from the perspective of the listener, and Lynn, I'd like you to opine on this. There's a unique new psychological element here, which is previously, right? I've been able to you know buy an album and I have a piece of, I own something that came from the mind of an artist that I can listen to. Now I can own something that comes from his mind that I can look at and it's a little bit different.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think we also, we take it one step further, right? So Cosmogenesis is, you know, mainly there, there's four chapters. So those are kind of original music sync with like originally created 3D art. And then if you piece all four together, there is a one of that is going to um, go for auction uh, later next week. That is the special cut of the full musical and and visual experience. Um, but we don't stop there. So what we think NFT represents is more than just, you know, maybe a piece of art or a piece of music. It also represents a connection to the artist, right? So access and connection. So each of these, these digital assets actually um, give you a chance for some real world experiences. So that's what uh, we always try to build into each of the collection that we offer so if you you know purchase the chapter one of cosmic genesis you know there's 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 about three thousand it's addition of three three thousand three hundred thirty three uh you have chance for a golden ticket to maybe attend one of alesso's shows or, or backstage meeting randomly right so there's five golden tickets and then you know the chapter two it's far more scarce there's only 555 editions in chapter 3 there's going to be only 333 editions down to the, the the diamond tier nft there's only 22 editions right so so the the experiences real world experiences also increases with that and you know if you have one of the diamond edition nfts you get to have a vip table at a lassos show in vegas so how cool is that experience? Think about that. So so not a lot of NFTs that we collect really comes with real life experiences, right? So this is something, because this has come with music and artists, uh, we want to kind of connect the metaverse world with the, the physical world. And what's really exciting is uh, kind of the one-of-one NFT. Not only is that you will be the only person to own the entire full vision of Cosmic Genesis all together, original music, original art, but it comes with an out of this world, real life experience, uh, which is we are actually, this will be the first NFT that will send the owner into space. Not the NFT in space. The owner, it comes with the experience, the one-on-one NFT comes with the experience that will take you out of space, um, a ticket on the world view, space, tour that you get to go into the stratosphere for six to twelve hours in this luxurious space tour. So this is kind of the first time an NFT project is able to do that and and really just thematically fits so well with everything Alesso's music and art has, you know, envisioned and, and, and paired with this like real world experience that that is just like, you know, kind of a first ever in the NFT world as well.
0: When you talk about access, is it access to events both in the physical world and the metaverse as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. you know I think digital experiences are is, is what tokens natively can do right so, so it's about accessing the rest of your community. So we design kind of our NFT token to to access special um, you know discord channels and communicate with other members in your tribe that are other holders of your tokens um, And that is an ongoing relationship between fans. And also, you know, what we do also is kind of connecting to the physical world. So tickets and backstage passes and, you know, VIP tables um, and also a seat on a space trip. So it's something that, like, um, you know, always pushing the envelope in music and art and always pushing the experience, uh, the envelope on experiences. Kind of kind of is, is what NFT and blockchain world do anyways.
0: Alesso, I think that you have performed in the Metaverse or have plans to do so in the near future. What's that like?
2: Well, I'm doing the Dreamverse event in New York at Terminal 5 next week, or oh, what is that? No, November 4th. It's
1: next um, Thursday. Yes.
2: Next Thursday. Exactly. So uh, that'll be super fun. Uh will be a different kind of show that is more tailored for the special event where I'll be playing my music, but obviously some of the uh, NFTs that we've been working on and uh, just created a very unique experience. And uh, it's the first time I'm doing anything like this. So it's just so, it's like challenging, but in a very fun way to do these kind of things. So, and, and it's definitely me kind of getting out of my own comfort zone. Um, so very excited, but a little nervous, but working hard on it. So can't wait for it.
0: How do you prepare differently?
2: Well, first of all, the production is crazy. I don't want to give up too, too much. So well, the people that will be there, they're, they're going to see something else. And then i obviously tailor it after that night and the music. And, but like I say, I don't want to say too much. I want it to be as a surprise. Frank, so the Dreamverse
1: party in New York doing NFT.NYC Conference Week, right? It's the Thursday. That came together as, as kind of, um, you know, based on the vision from Metacoven and, and MetaPurse team. So want to partner with them to kind of bring Alesso to this experience. Um, so so this is kind of an art, crypto art meets metaverse meets real world kind of experience. Um, mm-hmm. You know, medical men famously purchased the, you know, $69 million Beepo. This is the first time that piece of art will be exhibited. And then really kind of we all see kind of the future of NFT is both sound art and experiences. So Alesso is the perfect fit to kind of headline the the event in place and showcase his nft collection as well so so it's kind of a digital meets physical which is where um you know i think a lot of the 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 top players in in the nft game is is looking at as the future where this makes sense
0: back is the digital wallet of the future empowering you to manage all of your digital assets from a single place BACK puts the power in your hands to get your crypto, loyalty and rewards points, and gift cards together to choose how you want to use them. Treat your digital assets just like cash and convert, send, or spend them using BACK. Get started today and get it together with BACK. Sign up at BACKBAKKT.com. For the last 10 years, Kraken has been known as one of the best platforms for trading crypto online. Now with the new Kraken app, it's easier than ever to buy and sell over 60 of the most popular cryptocurrencies on the go 24-7. Simply download the Kraken app, connect your bank account, and start investing for as little as $10. Just a minute is all it takes to get started. A new application of decentralized finance just unlocked a multi-trillion dollar industry. How big? How about six trillion dollars big? High net worth investors have used this often overlooked alternative investment to build multi-generational wealth. The investment is contemporary blue chip art and this billion dollar unicorn lets you invest in art similar to investing in a company stock. Masterworks.io offers fractional ownership of real paintings by artists, Think, Banksy, Buscott, and Warhol. So instead of needing tens of millions, you can invest tens of thousands. Some of their offerings have sold out in hours, but you can get priority access today by going to masterworks.io scoop. That's masterworks.io scoop. See important disclosures at masterworks.io disclaimer. I was talking to a venture capital investor this morning based in London, Jamie Burke at Outlier Ventures. We had an interesting conversation about, and this kind of ties back to my introduction about how crypto has become something far more broad than just a new way to do finance. It's not just about the future of finance, but the future of culture itself in many ways. And you have luxury brands like Dolce & Gabbana. Looking at this crypto segment as a new powerful group of culture makers at the forefront of, of what the culture is, or at least steering it and driving it. Do you view that as being the case, Celesso? You know, obviously there's something dynamic about NFTs and many different people across various verticals are being drawn to them. But do you also see it as being able to connect with this new group of culture makers?
2: For sure. I think we're just in the early stage of it and everything is moving so fast. So, and like I said before, the possibilities are endless. And, um, I feel like it's, it's just going to evolve. That, that, that's how it is. And, uh, we'll see when it comes, like I didn't know about the Dolce Gabbana stuff. That's actually amazing. (laughs) But, uh, like I said, I think we're just in the early stage of it and it will keep expanding to all kinds of different, ways and i don't know how to describe it just like in just a very massive global takeover like it is right now but yeah like even now when i'm thinking about it it just kind of like just so crazy where it could go so very excited to see what what the possibilities are
1: yeah frank i mean as as early as maybe six or seven years ago i was you know introduced to the blockchain space by via the prolific vc bill tai when one of the earliest investors in the space and we were talking about you know how, how to use blockchain and crypto for non-finance applications right so we're talking about music entertainment uh, it did take it took a while for that to take root you know about two and a half years ago bill came to me was like you had to take a look at these crypto cats and that was you know like crypto kitties and and we really start thinking about how this can be applied to entertainment to music. Uh, is what led me to build this company you know i think where the technology is is basically when the technology becomes invisible it's when you know this gets used by great creators like alesso and 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 other artists right so you know i think more and more what we're trying to build is just like we don't talk about tcpip on the internet like that's kind of the next wave like when when kind of the word even the words NFT disappears and this is just like kind of a collectible from your favorite artist. That's one we think is is kind of mass adoption and that's when creators can do anything with
0: it. So how long is it gonna take for us to get there? Um I think if two thousand twenty one is
1: any indication we're you know, we're kind of on on the maybe the second inning of this and um, uh, you know, we're within maybe one or two years from really mass. Adoption, you know, I think even just at the speed that our platform is growing, and the way other companies are, are thinking about how to bring uh, this technology and these collectibles to the masses, you know, I think we're we're actually not that far from mass adoption.
0: And so, when you think about the artists that you're engaging with, what is maybe making them skeptical, or out of the skeptics, what is making those those folks skeptical?
1: You know, I think there's still just the word crypto is scary. Just the word like non-fungible is scary, right? So there is, there is kind of education on the technology that's needed for most artists. You know, I think Alesso and some other EDM artists are the exceptions. They are the leaders in the pack. They are the visionaries that already adopted technology. I think part of it, why EDM world jumped on this so fast is, you know, there, there's just a lot of kind of tech savviness from the EDM DJs and, and producers that, and the audience. So you know, I think the, the artists are worried about a few things, right? Most artists worry about, you know, number one, um, they don't want to be perceived as uh, making a money grab or only selling their NFTs to their richest fans which we basically build a platform that allowed them to price their NFTs affordably. Um, most artists also worry about the environmental impact because not all blockchains are environmentally friendly. In fact that the you know the general press talking point is blockchains are bad for the environment, which is true for kind of, you know, older blockchains like Bitcoin and, and ETH 1.0, um, but not for majority of the blockchain that that's built on proof of stake. Um, so, so you know, I think there's a lot of hesitancy that just, it takes time and examples of pioneers like Alesso to show other artists what can be done. You know, I think naturally, you know, um, music artists and art artists are, are, are creative people, right? Once you've shown them what the canvas, what can go on the canvas, and what's possible, I think the creativity, the, the best work comes Directly from the music artists, but you know we do all we we do what we can to provide kind of a white glove service to make the onboarding easier for music artists. That that we take care of a lot of the scary part of the the business and the technology, and you just you know you just create.
0: Alessa, what's the temperature of crypto within the EDM world? Do you see interest from some of your counterparts?
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you, you mentioned Lao, for example, he's definitely one of the big ones that's been really, you know, pushing this whole, um, NFT crypto world in dance music. And, uh, I feel like, you know, I think a lot of producers that are not trying to learn about this now, electronic pieces, I think they will regret it in the future. I think they will, we're, like I said, it, we're still at the start, I think, but it's moving so fast, but I do think, for me, who is an artist that likes to create and connect with fans and 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 evolve as an artist, I think this is definitely one of the big ones that uh, everyone should get involved in and explore and be um, artistic about.
0: What's keeping some of those producers from entering the space? I think they're just
2: old-fashioned, you know, and and it's it's like you uh, like you said. People are scared of these terms and they're new you don't quite understand what it means but it took me a while to to understand I'm not gonna lie I'm, I'm still learning every day you know I'm not it's not like i sit here and know exactly what they're doing. but but it's exciting and it's fun and it's 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 a way to to evolve uh, so I'm all for it and uh, I'm really excited for what's gonna come next
0: what makes it so fun
2: well first of all, Combining visuals with music, that's something I've been doing like my whole career. Like when you go to an Alexa show, that's, that's one of my main focuses is like what you hear and what you see. Cause up there I'm mixing records, but I want it to be more than that. I want it to be like an emotional roller coaster of what you see and what you hear. And, and this is another way of doing that, but I can be a much more creative here because I can create something that doesn't have to do anything with my show. It, it could be something that's specifically for whatever fans are interested in and what I think is pushing boundaries. So uh it's, like I said, it's something I really enjoy doing and I will keep doing it. So uh very exciting.
0: Why does it need to be crypto based? You kind of We're getting to this point or alluded to it, Lynn, where hopefully one day people don't even think of it as being underpinned by this technology. But what is the difference between just selling fans various non-blockchain-based forms of art that are connected to the music? What does living on a blockchain or doing it through an NFT mean in terms of empowering that connection? maybe it's more speculative so you can make more money out of it what would you say are the key differences
1: yeah there's there are two fundamental differentiations between kind of nfts and like traditional merch or traditional like you know buying a piece of music and right so uh the two differences you know number one is this is as close to a direct to consumer connection without a middleman right so Alesso's fans who collected his NFTs can move it into their own wallet. They're always, you know, Alesso have direct um, view of like their wallet owners and wallet address, right? So so this is something that doesn't require, the blockchain just operates and runs and doesn't require a centralized platform. You know, we're just partners to help like birth this into the world, but then on an ongoing basis, those four thousand, five thousand super fans of lesos are have a direct connection with the artist that like unlike any other platform, if Spotify shuts you down, you're you're out, right? If like the your merch partner decide to not carry your merch, so there is always, you know, previously always there there isn't a as con- directly, you know, like Facebook did this, right? Like, you know, a could have a million fans on Facebook and and then you know he had to pay Facebook to like reach all of them so this is kind of a purest direct to cons- this is the the ultimate goal for artists always to have that direct connection with, with the consumer the second thing is this is the first time the fans have a different relationship with the artist they are now participating in their career they want Alesso so now to go to to be selling a hundred million shows on um, people's shows and to be like winning like five Grammys next year. And right, they are directly incentivized because they are the first holders of his Genesis NFT. You can't say that about any other revenue stream artists ever had with the consumers. Everything else is always like, I will give you experience or I will give you a piece of media and you, you pay for that privilege. This is like, hey, no, like participate in my career, like join, we're on this journey together. You believe me. Right, and it's Alessa is already a world star, but you know, imagine this is an artist at the earlier part of their career, and maybe they only have five hundred fans, but those five hundred fans really believed in them, right? And then, like after years of like working, they got to Alessa's status. Um, how satisfying is that for the five hundred fans that, that really owned the NFT to show that they, they were kind of the the early supporters? Uh, It's very fundamentally different than traditional merging that way and the relationship between the artists and the
0: fans. But that might add a bit more pressure to you, Alesso, to deliver to the members of this journey more and more and more. Do you feel added pressure from this? or?
2: Uh, No. I mean, I'm passionate about it. I think this is fun. I don't like to repeat myself too much, so this is a way of being more... Adventurous and um, just create, uh, and like I said, it's also a way for my fans to kind of get into my own mind, the state of mind where I am and w- what I what I'm trying to explore in the world of dance music and crypto. And it's uh, no, there's absolutely no pressure. I just think it's fun, and I'm very like very excited about this first drop. I can't wait for everyone to see it and. And uh, it's just the beginning for me, for sure.
0: Yeah, and I think it's just the beginning for this entire space moving away from these centralized wielders of power, so to speak, from the, you know, moving through the the history of music, right, from the pre-LimeWire days to the Spotify days. The economy of music has changed so much and likely will continue to. Lynn, how do you see this as part of that history?
1: Yeah, you know, speaking of music history, this is, you know, we have a great sounding board with um, Quincy Jones as a partner in the company that, you know, we're talking about, you know, it has evolved and technology, you know, Quincy got excited about the project because NFT is as a technology really is beneficial to the music artists, right? So this is kind of the, the first time that like, you know, it's that, that Quincy and his team got more excited, you know, since streaming. Um, so if you think about the art forms, um, music as an art form, recorded music has always been so democratizing. Uh, it's something that's meant for everybody to to share and hear. And you know, unlike a piece of kind of um, visual, traditional visual art that that's usually kind of like one owner. So so we're basically, you know, we think this this speaks basically eventually. Is more important to music artist career than NFT, is more important to music artist career than streaming or even touring. But, but this can bridge all of those things, right? So it doesn't replace it, but it's more important pillar that actually connects all the different aspects of the music artist career.
0: I think that's a, a good way to end this conversation. Leave this nugget for the listener to feast on until the next show. Gentlemen, this was really exciting and eye-opening for me. Where can our listeners learn more about some of the stuff you've got cooking under the hood? There's Dreamverse, there's The Drop. Where can they learn more?
1: Yeah, so um Drop 2 goes live on Monday, November 1st only on oneof.com and uh, also there is the 1 of 1 auction that's super exclusive comes with an out of this world experience that will go live on thursday november 4th only on oneup.com
0: thank you so much lynn alesso really appreciate you coming on Thank thank you thank you ladies and gentlemen we'll be back with you again for another special episode of the scoop until then stay breezy